It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. That's right. It is Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app coming to you. From the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino, big TVs, comfy chairs, real life football action today. You got NFL games, all kinds of good stuff. Elliot Shore Parks. Lots to today. lots to uh, watch and bet on today. Look at you! That's it what is we beautiful here. in here today. Too. Oh, it's great in here. It's such a lovely place to spend. Did you? Uh, but w- so uh, we've said this a bunch of times before. I'll say it again. For those that don't know, we live very close to each other. We, dri- <laughs> we drive we neighbors. We drive yes. in together. Did you? Uh, Do you notice that on the outside when we were walking in though? Notice that on the outside when we were walking in. Obviously, I didn't because I have no idea what you're talking about. The sky's falling. <laughs> it was the sky falling that you missed. <laughs> I did miss it. Thank yeah, you. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good joke. Thanks. You hear yeah. That? Uh, I've made it up just now myself. <laughs> Only me. <laughs> Haven't heard it all week. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. 215-592-9494. It's definitely a take the tenor of the Go Birds faithful today. Look, this we, might be the biggest take the mood of the fan base yes, we've ever done as Go Big Birds. time. We've been on before big games, like, you know, free agency we were on draft. The day of the Super Bowl last yeah, year. Yeah, there's know? been certainly big, like, let's go shows. This might be the most ever how you guys feel show. <laughs> Where are we at, guys? Where's the morale at right yeah, now? How are we doing? Yeah. Is the show today. And I'm right there with you because, look, I've, you know, look, I've gone on the roller coaster myself. We've actually gotten the opportunity to do a couple shows together already yeah. this week. So, um, and, and, you know, like I, throughout the course of the week, obviously, as I've said many times, being in the stadium was about as low as I felt all in season. Dallas, last yes, week. in yeah. Dallas was about as low as I felt all season. But as the week has gone on, I've definitely um, come more and more back to center. And, I, and yesterday, I, I really did wake up feeling like I had been too hard on this team, like I had overreacted to two bad losses in a stretch of the schedule that we knew was going to be tough, that finally caught up with them and all that. So I, I do think that I went a little too far in terms of my concern earlier in the week. But I'd be lying if I, I'm telling you right now I feel as confident as I did two weeks ago with this team, a week ago yeah. with this team. And then and, and as the week has gone on, you know, while I have started to feel better about what I've said and kind of my own perspective on things, things with the Eagles have not gotten better. As we no. find out today, Darius Slay out. For Sunday, um, uh, arthroscopic surgery could yeah. be out for a few weeks. Whatever should be back before the end of the Jaylen regular Ertz season. Jalen Hurts is sick, apparently. Like yeah. not practicing today, which is like, when does Jalen not practice? Yeah. So like, I, I am, I definitely come in today, less, you know, freaking out than I was earlier in the week. But I'm certainly, uh, I can't say I, I, I'm sure they're going to win on Monday. And I will say this: that if they don't win on Monday. Then I'm going to really struggle to believe the level team. of concern yes. will go more. Yes. The so, sky will officially hit yes. the ground. It so, won't be so falling. It, yeah. You know, we're, we're definitely in a spot right now, Elliot. Yeah. So, look, I was down at the Novacare today uh, when the Slay news broke, uh, when Jalen Hurts was not practicing. So, obviously, the news on this Saturday is, is not good, right? I mean, we had a chance to do the show yesterday uh, and talk about how we were feeling. You were good. like a fountain of positivity. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll start the show off by saying this. 
I am not going to be – I'll say, I'll repeat it. I'm not going to be bullied into thinking this team's in trouble. Like, this team is one of the best teams in the NFL, full stop, point blank, period. They are not, like, fall, they're not like you know, outside the top ten. They're not, not among the true contenders. Every team in the NFL that has a, win, has a chance to win the Super Bowl, the Eagles are right there with those teams. That's who the Eagles are. That's who they've been this year. That's who their quarterback is. That's who their coaching staff is. That's what their roster is. They are a Super Bowl franchise, and I'm not changing my mind on that. That being said, <laughs> but... that being said, like, yeah, of course, when you're, when you're down there and you find out Slay had surgery and then Jalen's not practicing, this feels like a real make-or-break moment for the team. Yeah, and I agree. I, I felt that way going into Dallas a little bit. I feel it with my entire core going into Monday night. Like, I believe in this team. I still believe they're one of the best teams in the league. I believe in the quarterback, all that stuff. But Monday night, like, you have got to show it. This is not like you're 10-3, and three, you can afford to have a loss. This is, well, the record's really good. Like, we are going to find out exactly who the 2023 Eagles are on Monday night because the Seahawks team that they're facing should be the slump buster for them. It should be the team that get right game. You look at this defense, the Seahawks defense is atrocious. They're one of the worst red third zone uh, one of the worst third-down defenses in the league. They're one of the worst red-zone defenses in the league. They're one of the worst points per drive allowed. Like, if you can't move the ball on this team, then they are in major trouble. So I believe Monday night they're going to go to Seattle and win the game because that's who I believe they are. But I also know that if they don't, like, I'm out. I'm out. I know the last three games are easy. But if you lose three in a row and you lose this Seahawks game, like, show me who you are. Show me you are who I believe you are. I'm not saying here, I don't think they're going to lose. I think all those things. I'm not out on the team. I am not the sky's falling guy. I'm sure we'll talk to people who are. But catch me on Tuesday if they lose, and I'll be having an umbrella. Because this season, like, it will, I will be worried. And you know I don't like rain. So I, I am ready with umbrellas for sure. So Monday night to me, like, that's where I'm at. I believe right now, but my belief is, is not standing on uh, the solid ground it was before the news we got yeah, today. Yeah, the, the uh, foundation has a bit of a crack in it. And that's the way it's felt really with the team for the first time in two years. You know, yeah, for the first time this week between the leak, between now the sleigh injury, between Jalen just surprisingly not being at practice on, on a Friday or Saturday. Um, you know, the game's and, and on not, Monday. Sorry, just really quick. But, like, I'm sure this isn't a news to anyone, but my experience from covering Jalen is – for him to miss practice, he's got to be legit sick. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I, I think he's going to play, all, all those things. But I don't think this is a small deal. Like he, he must be feeling very sick if he is not practicing. He yeah, loves look. to practice. He loves to be there. He knows his role as the, the leader of the team. So him missing practice is not just no big deal. Yeah, and, and, and again, it, uh, heading into, um, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, we know it's not technically a must-win game. But it's a must-win game for our belief in this yeah. team. For I think this team's own belief in themselves. 100%. For their playoff positioning. For winning the division. Like, there are so many things that are riding on this game on Monday night. And, and the way they've played just to be able to show up. And look, this is the first time in, in a long time where we can look at it and say, hey, the schedule didn't do Seattle do any favors also. 100%. Right? We've been talking so much. And rightfully so. Like, getting t San Francisco getting the Eagles on 10 days rest. And the Eagles came off the... The gauntlet, including the overtime game, the 95 snaps, like that's a horrible spot for the Eagles. Playing Dallas when they have 10 days off coming off that Niners game, that's a bad spot for the Eagles. The, nine, or the uh, Seahawks coming into this game have faced the Niners, they faced Dallas, they faced the Niners again. Yeah. All right, so it's like we're both coming in off the gauntlet. We're both coming in on a tough little stretch here. So, so we can't use that as an excuse either. Like the Eagles have no excuses going into this game. I know they're missing players. I know that they are struggling right now. But to your point, like this is a show us who you are game. Mm -hmm. This is your season is on the line. And and if you can't go into Seattle on a Monday night and win this game, like why the hell? Because because if you lose this one, by the way, you're gonna have to win four playoff games. Like why would I possibly believe that this team could go in four playoff games in a row if they can't go to Monday night and win? So obviously the stakes were higher for this game, but this game reminds me a little bit of the playoff game against the Falcons in 2017. Like, teams that win championships have moments in the year where they're questioned, and nobody believes in them, and they have to go prove it. And I don't need, I don't need them to prove it by 40 points or whatever, but that Falcons game going into it, they were underdogs. No one believed in Foles. They didn't play particularly well. But that was their moment where it could have ended, and it didn't, and we all remember what happened from there. They took off. They, they 
crushed the Vikings, and then obviously played great in the Super Bowl and, and won the Super Bowl. I think Monday night is the moment where, like, it's going to tip one way or the other. And it, as long as you win, then you're good. Go to Seattle, get the win. You have three very winnable games after that. Like, okay, you're, 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 still, in, you're still in solid shape. But it's a moment in a season that I think could still end in a championship where we're going to find out. Again, I'll repeat it, and I'll repeat it throughout the show that anyone's going to tell me I'm wrong. This is a championship-caliber team. They have the quarterback. They have the skill players. They have the line play. Like, I am not saying they're not good enough, but it's time to show it. Like, there are certain moments in the season where you have to show it. You have to step up and show this is why we believe in you. This is why you're one of the best teams in the league. This is why you're, you know, a championship-caliber team. Like, this is that moment. And being at the NovaCare today, it was just a feeling of, like, like this is it. Like they they got to come out and play well on Monday. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where are you at with this Eagles team? Do you still believe in them? Do you expect them to come out and show up on Monday and turn this season around? I want to two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We want to talk to as many real ones as we can today, getting the temperature of the fan base. Where are you at with this Eagles team right now? Obviously, two tough losses. Things seem like there is the potential for spiral. Like it is, we are on the precipice of of things heading in a bad direction. Can this team stop that? Can they turn this around? Look, you know, if you had told me the, the team that got to 10-1, and 1, if you had told me they were going to be in this situation, I'd be like, of course. I believe in this group. I believe yeah. in the resiliency. I believe in this toughness. And and the last few weeks have started to question. Let's get into a couple of the things from the week, and then we'll go to the phones. 215-592-9494. One thing we didn't talk about yesterday, but it came up with a couple callers. And since yesterday, it's, it's even, uh, like, blown up more from a national perspective. And people are talking about it. The whole ball control drill. So you were there, you know, they tell, tell us about like what happened there and then your impression so, of it going national and people saying essentially that, you know, like her, Sirianni's kind of doing hurts dirty in the public. Yeah. So this is the biggest joke on the face of the planet <laughs> that people are talking about this drill. So the Eagles, and I know it's maybe ironic here now because they've had a fumbling issue this year, but Sirianni really, really stresses ball control. Like when you are in the auditorium where they hold the team meetings where they hold the press conferences, Huge sign, like the length of, I don't know, like 30 yards or like a huge sign above him that stresses how you protect the football and on defense, how you rip the football away. So inside the Novacare with Nick Sirianni, the head coach, ball control is very much stressed. As a result, they do a drill at the beginning of every practice, and it's a little different each time. Like sometimes uh, they'll have players run through it and they have a punching glove at the end of a stick and they like poke at the ball. The point of it is to like poke at the ball while you hold on to it to stress to stress the importance of holding the football. This week they made like a slight change, I guess, where instead of doing their normal drill, they like fell on the ground while holding the football. But I don't get the big deal. Like, first of all, the, what you hear a lot is the best coaches in the league are the ones that are willing to coach their best players the hardest. The fact that people are making fun of Hertz for having to run through this drill, like he's like. Like as if Sirianni's like publicly shaming him is ridiculous. First of all, Hertz has had a fumble He's problem. He's been fumbling like crazy. So he needs yes. to be in that drill. But also, what better message can you send to your team about the importance of this drill than having the guy you just paid $250 million to go through it? Like, I, I, I understand that, you know, people are going to have opinions on things. I'm certainly someone that is opinionated. But to have an opinion on a drill they're running in practice that they've been doing all season, they did it in training camp, they did it all last year, a ball security drill, like, I, I don't, I'm shocked that this is something the national media has clung on to to make fun of. I would make Jalen carry the ball around like the program. Make him carry it around Novacare. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Like, stop fumbling the football. Yeah. You know, I think the defense, ultimately, if this team ends up not winning the Super Bowl, I think we'll look at it and say the defense is the fatal flaw. But you firmly believe the turnovers are the, the, this team's potential fatal flaw. Like, it is that big a deal that they have turned the ball over like this, and Jalen has been the main culprit. Like, yeah. of course they should be harping on this. Of course they should be uh, coaching him hard on this. I I'm with you. That's crazy to me. The other thing with the Sirianni thing and kind of, you know, the questioning of is is this connectivity, is this thing kind of starting to, to crumble a little bit, that the whole leak, we talked yeah. about it yesterday, his reaction leak, you know, multiple times asked about it, multiple times just like, oh, you know, it's constructive good, criticism. Good to get basically, constructive yeah. criticism. Like, bro, like that's a player talking out yeah. about you to, to the media. Your reaction to how Nick handled it, obviously the leak, we all know it's not good that 
that that's starting. Whenever you know things start to go bad, it always starts with leaks out of the locker room and all that. But in terms of the way Nick handled it, and what do you think it means for for how he handles it with the team as well? So, look, if you put yourself in Nick's shoes when answering the question, if you're asked, what do you think of the leak? If you say you're upset about it or you don't like it, it becomes a bigger story. So in some ways, I think by not acknowledging it and just making this about constructive criticism, he has, like, squelched the problem a little bit from a media perspective on it becoming a big deal. So I, I think from that perspective, that's why you answer the questions that way. But when we talked, you know, we started the show with how are things feeling and how, how's, like, the, the vibe of the team. I mean, how many teams have you, you know, covered or, you know, talked about on the radio where there's a leak and things end up okay, ne- right? Never. So ne- I, Almost I, never. I, I don't think he addressed it with the team. Um, I don't know for sure, but I, I don't think he did. So I believe Sirianni, it seems like their attitude is kind of like, let's wipe this swipe under, it under the, swipe rug, it under the yeah. rug and keep it moving and hope that a win kind of connect, kind of uh, gets this thing going again. I do wonder if they lose. I mean, if they lose on Monday, like we'll see. You know, like does more come out? Where do things go? Uh, so yeah, my 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 thought on the leak is it's not a positive for sure, and it's not something you want to see from a team that should be getting ready to go into the final stretch before what all year, all last year, all off season, all this year felt like a Super Bowl run, and I still think it is. Like I really do believe people are underestimating the chances this team wins a Super Bowl. We're here at Parks Casino. I think the Eagles are a great bet to win the Super Bowl. They're like probably plus 800 on a lot of books, plus six, uh, plus 700, something like that. They still have one of the best teams in the league. They still have one of the best rosters in the league. They're playing poorly. And Hertz said something after the Dallas game I thought, you know, in typical Hertz fashion was very, very thoughtful and, and telling. It was like, you know, it's, it's not who we are, it's who we're going through, something along those lines. And Monday will, tell, Monday will show us that. But I do believe it's something they're going through and it's not who they are. Like, I don't think the two games we've seen these last two weeks are who the Eagles are. I think the turnovers are a problem, but I think the defense is way better than people think. I think the offense is, you know, not like a motion play away from, from being great offense. They are a great offense, and the stats back that up. So I just – Monday is everything to me. And, and I, I am very interested to see how they come out. I mean, they've struggled at the beginning of games. Like, how are they going to come Seattle, out? Seattle, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah that, that – that to me means less. It's a than different the, group, but still, like, it means it, less it's hard than the to, Dallas. It's hard thing. to ignore it. You know, it, it is. It does seem like whenever we see these colors going up against us, it doesn't go well. Yeah. I, so the da- their, their struggles in Dallas meant more to me because they play there every year. So there's more of like a. I mean, they haven't played Sample there. Size. They haven't played there since. Like, think about this. Last time they played in Seattle, they, they had never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, think about how long ago that feels, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think that you know Seattle presents some problems and. The slate thing, what makes it especially bad this week is they have really good receivers. Legit, like if yeah. there's one part of their roster where you're worried about it, it is those the matchups at receiver versus Eagles corner. I'll be interested to see who steps out there and plays for Slay. I think it's probably going to be Keely Ringo. Um, the fact it's a primetime game on the road, maybe they're a little more hesitant to put him out there since uh, you know Josh Job has played in games before. But man. I, I mean, Keeley's a Keeley's not as good as Slay right now. Yeah, and I, think he's I know people are mad at Slay, and I know the whole tweeting, you know, thing. Like, I get that upsets people, but Slay has been their best corner by a mile this year. Like, he's been way better than Bradbury. He's been way better whoever they put at nickel. Way better whoever steps in for him. So, like, you can say Slay hasn't been like I know people like to mock like big play Slay, whatever. He's been their best corner this year, and he's still been one of the top 15, 20 corners in the NFL. So. To lose him for this game, I mean, it is a big deal. 215-592-9494. Where are you at with this Eagles team? Obviously, it's been a couple tough weeks. But, you know, every team has had a couple tough weeks here or there. It's just, I think, a lot of people who were concerned about the way this team was winning earlier, now these last two weeks have been validation and saying, you know what, I knew it. They weren't that good. They were getting by lucky. And look, they might have been. We're going to find out. You know, can this team recover can they bounce back do you believe in them to 215-592-9494 the slight concern about the game the hurts illness it's all on the table 215-592-9494 we want to hear from as many go birds listeners as we can today let's start it out where we do every single Saturday at this time we'll go to Abington, talk to our guy tom yo tom yo fellas how we doing today how are you doing, man? I'm excited uh, to hear your perception on this because <laughs> it's, well, it's been right, a rough so week. Let me, 
Yeah, let me tell you, with all the all the news coming out with everything you guys just mentioned, it's definitely changed my tone from yeah. the last time I talked to you guys from Thursday. Yeah. But, yeah, sadly well, for the first time we're talking all year, Tom, your fifteen and two prediction actually can't happen anymore. It can't happen, yeah. It's a shame. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me, Jay. <laughs> um, you were closer than I thought you'd be. Yeah, we, 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 there was a run there where we're like, wow, Tom's going to really nail yeah. this. That's awesome. <laughs> all right, so um, before I get into all that, I was inspired by two knuckleheads at the station this week to maybe come up with a dumbass take of the week. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not, <laughs> but right. this week, guess, guess who would win it? Who? Hmm. That'd be John Fritz and Elio. Oh, okay, I know where we're going with this. How can you say that it, it would be better off for the Eagles to have the number two seed? Oh, I'm with you, Tom. I think it's insanity. So, I, think it's, I think it's outrageous. All right, so here, uh-huh. here's, here's my, uh, my argument for it. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs. There is a shot, and I know this is where James is going to go, that the Lions lose their first game. And in which case, And then the change. whole plan yep, is agreed. ruined. Agreed. The whole thing agreed. is dependent on the Lions being the Rams. Like, I might pick the Rams to beat the yeah. Lions if that's uh-huh. not. So I, I think the Lions are going to win their first game. Okay. And for that, I would rather play the Packers, the Lions, and the Niners than the Cowboys and the Niners. Like, I, uh-huh. I just right. would. I, right. So about- I, I – yeah. How about this, Elliot? Okay. Well, the point is you just this don't know team... that you could still play the Packers and the and right, the but you can Niners. Only, but you can and only... you can have them both at home. Like but you can you only just make, don't know who's yeah. going to win. You can only make decisions based off what you think, like off of probability. What you I think don't is think happen. the Rams are. I think the Lions are like a coin flip practically to win. Maybe yeah, I think it'll be like a three and a half point favorite, a four point favorite against the Rams in a playoff game at home. Five point I think favorite. Be, yeah, I think it'll be more. But you're my... still just taking it instead of taking an extra week with a team that desperately needs rest and having both games home. Tom, this is like the ultimate no. That's my that's my argument here, James. Is the rest factor? This team just showed us what lack of rest can do to them. Totally. So why in the hell would you want three games as opposed to two games? So as for the rest thing, the other part of this is if they're going to be the one seed, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with the Niners? But you're probably going to have to win out, right? If you if you if you, if you get to a point where you're okay with the two seed, you can sit your guys week eighteen and not put them on that terrible turf. I'd up rather in sit them the first week of the playoffs. And you'd the rather playoff play them on that MetLife. You'd rather play Tom them on that. Play you'd rather play them on that MetLife turf. It is what it is. I, I, yeah, yeah. It, I don't think I, you're not going to. Like it's not like players like, I'm saying, automatically I'm, get hurt on the MetLife turf. Like yes, no, it's it is. Not, but, it is worse. But like they play, they play there every year. Like it's right. what you got to do. Like, right. You don't I'm just saying sit guys because yeah. of the turf. When you look at all the variables of this, though, I, I get I'd your rather look. have the buy. I, I know you would. I, but the rest I, is my biggest sticking point. And again, I just think this. I think I think this argument is nonsensical because on a basic level, the whole argument is based on Detroit. Has to win. Right. Like it, so it has to be a hundred percent for Detroit to win. Mm-hmm. If Detroit doesn't win, the whole plan falls apart. Yeah, like you're just putting correct. too well, much. Well, lots of plans have things where if something happens, but again, it falls not apart. a plan where you get the buy. That plan right. is set. You get the but buy. Then, but then you, field. but then you potentially have Dallas. You potentially, and San you could also still have the Packers or you whoever could. in them. You right. know what I mean? Like so, you don't both know. both situations have variables where you right. right. But the point is, I'm going to take the one where I get the buy and I get the home field advantage because that's the only thing I can lock in and guarantee. So getting into Monday night, you guys know how I felt. Elliot, I was where you are now before all this mess happened about Monday night. Like, this is such a response game. Like, this this team will show me personally who they are Monday night. Now, I told you guys I'm not a style, you know, points guy. You know that. I I needed the Eagles to win by 10, and I had a 34-24 prediction. But with everything I just heard today – uh, the least of which was Kelsey has never beaten him, which I didn't even know that. I, yeah, it's I like gotta, one of his goals this year. He wanted yeah, to beat his brother Chiefs. in Seattle. I got, yeah, and I got to change it up, man. A win is a win this week. That's how they're going to show me who they are with everything going on. I got 34-33. Have a fun weekend, gents. You too. Though. Yeah, I, I don't think this is a style points week. No, I, just I would go agree. get a win. <laughs> they 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 just need they just need a they win. Need a win. This team needs to walk off the field celebrating. Yes, but and I, I know I know if it's close, like there'll be you know people will still be concerned about things, and that's fair. But they to turn this around, it has to just start with winning again. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where are you at with this Eagles team after a you know frustrating couple of weeks but but a massive game coming up on monday night against seattle get on the line now 215-592-9494 we want to take as many calls as we can we're going to roll calls next get on the line 215-592-9494 
9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Park Casino. The Bet Park Sportsbook is the only sports betting app I use and recommend. Why? Because it's safe, secure, and easy. Live betting, props, parlays, and teasers. Bet more than the score. Bet individual player performances for points, rebounds, assists, and more in pro hoops. Bet touchdowns, passing and rushing yards, interceptions, and more in pro football. Live bet all your favorite sports on the Bet Park Sportsbook app, the sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fan. Bet as you watch, and there are three pro football games today to, to bet on. Pittsburgh is a 1.5 road favorite, uh, 1.5 point underdog, I should say, at Indianapolis. Cincinnati is a three point home favorite hosting Minnesota. And Detroit, best game of the day in my opinion. Detroit is a 4.5 home, fa- home favorite hosting Denver. Monday night, the Birds are a three point road favorite at Seattle, and the over under total is 47.5 points. Join me and download the uh, Bet Park Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonuses bets must be wagered once. Must be 21. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino. I'm coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. All kinds of football and basketball action to bet on. Nothing more fun than having some money on a game and just watching the game. You know, it's like it's what about a, if you're? It's a way to be like, a, like it's not as invested as if it were, you know, right. the birds. But like, like I could be a Bengals fan for a day to win some money. It's a beautiful thing. What about if you're in the Dallas Stadium wearing a Devontae Smith jersey? Then is it fun to have fun? Oh. All right, buddy. You had to just rub that in my face. Yes, I right. made my biggest bet of my life. I bet $50 on yeah. the Eagles last week on the Bet Parks app, and now Bet Parks has my money. They do. Because the Eagles did not but, win. But you know what? Yes. You still have some of theirs, too. That's true. It's true. And look, regardless, uh, I had fun doing it, and yeah. that's why I enjoyed it. Your only joy of the game. Yeah, my, I had fun with the thought of winning money. Right. You know, once the game started, that thought evaporated very quickly. Speaking of that, uh, has your hope in the Eagles evaporated? Because... It has been uh, obviously the roughest stretch of the season, and and I think for a lot of people, uh, confirmation of of belief in in the team not being as good. Elliot disagrees. Elliot believes in this team still, but he needs to see it on Monday. Let me ask you this, because we've done a lot of pods, a lot of radio this week. I don't think I've asked you this question. Yes, I am tired of talking. Is that the question? (laughs) Yeah, well, don't worry. A lot of people feel (laughs) that. Um, I I honestly don't know what your answer is going to be, and I feel like I'm pretty good at predicting what you'll say. James? Do you think they're still going to win the Super Bowl? You have to put me on the spot like that. Because you have been really firm in that camp. Yeah. Yeah. Just curious. You don't have to answer now, but, like, do you still think they're going to win the Super Bowl? I'll tell you after Monday. Wow. All right. (laughs) All right. This might be the most out you've ever been on them. There it is. Down in the alarms. Wow. There it is. Yeah. Well, do you? Yes. Really? I really do. I really think this is an overreaction to two bad games at a tough point of the Love schedule. This. All right, good. Now again, Monday You're night, like, animal. look, Monday if they lose, I'll be you know what we'll talk and I'll say I was wrong. But again, they still have a great quarterback. They have a head coach that has done nothing but win over the last two years. They have a defense that has had good games this year. Like I, I just, I can't let two games completely I, change look, my perception of this you. team. I like, agree with you. I, it's not like I still think they're better than they are. I still think they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I just can't say with what I've seen last week and the way this week is trending towards Seattle that I'm like 100% certain they're going to turn it around. But like I said, I definitely feel a lot more positive than I did Monday, Tuesday of this week. I do think that we've overreacted to two bad games, and I do think that this team is better than what, you know, 
they're giving credit what for put this on the field week. The last yes. two weeks, yeah. But but again, like to, to the point we talked about, you know, it, I wanted this week to I want to be hearing like we got this, you know, or hey, you know, we're, we all we got, we all we need type mentality yeah. coming out of the locker room, and instead we're hearing, you know. Leaks, and we're right. hearing Jalen's not practicing, and we're hearing <laughs> Darius Slay. Slay had surgery, yeah. So, it, I mean, for what's worth, Cam Jurgens might not play. Yeah, Cunningham week, might the not week play. It's not going the way I would have hoped it for. No. 215-592-949. Where are you at? Go Birds listeners, where are you at with this Eagles team right now? We want to talk to as many as we can, including one of our best. Let's go to Westchester and talk to our guy, Drew. What up, Drew? Good afternoon, folks. So, I'm going to try to lighten the mood for uh, 10 seconds, and then we'll get serious. Uh, this popped into my head after the morning show yesterday. I would not have given this as an actual answer because it would have just been too pandering, but now I can say it just because it's funny. I think the best answer for a person and their thing yesterday would have been Elliot at his training camp staff. <laughs> Elliot, what do you think that? Right, that would have been so Wow, good. that would have been good, yeah. Oh, been great. yeah. I would have voted for that. I would have too in a that- second. It popped into my head about an hour after my call, and I was really and I was really kicking myself. Yeah, that's uh, a really so, good one. Uh, so I wanted to chime in on the um, one seed versus two seed thing too. But uh, first, we're going to do a little bit of a therapy session here, if we could. So I'm, I'm going to start by saying I do think the Eagles are going to win uh, Monday. But when I look at the Seahawks, I kind of group the Seahawks in the same tier as a lot of teams, like the Packers, the Vikings, the Rams the Bucks, the Falcons, I think if we were playing any of those other teams that I mentioned, I would feel really, really good about Monday night. There is something with the Seahawks, with Pete Carroll, with that stadium, with those receivers that just psychs me out a little bit. And I know that's a little contradictory to what I said last week about how, like, you know, we got the best team in a while going down to Dallas, but playing the Seahawks just but psychs me out. I do think we're going to win, but I'm, I'm just curious on your guys' thoughts. Am I overthinking well, this, or do you think there's something to that? Honestly, it's a little how I felt going into Dallas. Me and, me and James talked about this, how, like, I've just seen them lose in Dallas so many times, it's hard for me to feel that they're going to win. I think with the Seahawks, I mean, again, I don't think it matters a ton, but when's the last time we saw them beat the Seahawks? Yeah, yeah. So so I, I get your kind so of irrational thought there. Yeah, something it's, like that. it's yeah. been a long time, but it's, you know, yeah, it's how you feel. 15 years. They've beaten the Seahawks in 15 free. I know they don't play them every year. Right. But 15 years since they've beaten the Seahawks. That, and, and, and Drew, I, you're, you know, we're all smart guys. We understand rationally, logically that, right. you know, it's different teams and different players and different things. But I do think, look, part of it, like, I'm sure it's not easy to go literally to the opposite end of the country and play a football game after being in Dallas the week before. Like, I'm sure part of it is, like, back-to-back road games. I'm sure that's happened to them before going to Seattle. Like, it's just a tough trip and a tough spot. So I think that adds to, to the you know, and, concern. And my place. concern, Drew, is with this game, is Seattle's a big play team. Like, they, like their offense, a lot of their, their movement of the ball comes on big plays. They're not a move it up and down 10, 11 plays at a time. And Bradbury is not a DK Metcalf right. matchup. That is a bad matchup. And, like, DK Metcalf can run right by James Bradbury. I, I'm a little worried. And let me actually, Drew, let me ask you this. Would you guys take the ball on Monday? That's interesting. I, I, don't know. I, I would. I, I kind of would take the ball in Dallas. So I, I, ab- I absolutely would, yeah. The idea of DK getting like a 60-yard touchdown in the opening drive and just getting that punch early on, I'm not saying the team couldn't handle it, but I really think this team, this team needs a good start on Monday night. Like with that crowd, you get the crowd out of it. So, yeah, I might take the ball. What do you got on the 1-2 seed thing, Drew? Uh, yeah, so I kind of make the analogy. I think it's to like doing a bullpen game in like MLB playoffs. Like you can try it and it might work to try to set yourselves up for the two seed. But I just think like it requires so many things going right. Yep. And if one chain breaks, then it just kind of breaks everything. And you guys would have to fact check me here, but I am pretty sure Sean McVay tried something similar in 2017. I think he was trying to set the Rams up to be the four seed so they would play us in the second round when we weren't playing well. And then it it kind of blew up and they were rusty going into the playoff game. So I just think, I think MetLife Stadium is a bleep pole, but it might just be a necessary evil here where like if you have the inside track to get the one seed, you just got to go get it and get this team rest. Elliot, safe travels to uh, Seattle. Love you guys. You're the best, Drew. Actually won't be in Seattle. Don't need to worry about that, huh? <laughs> yeah, so the, the game moving from Sunday to Monday ruined the Seattle plans. But that's all right. 
I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Gu- I'm gonna guess traveling. you're okay with that. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a huge it's game, a, and obviously, right? But it becomes a grind over the course of the season, yeah. traveling and traveling and traveling. I'm sure you're like, okay, we yeah. get home, not the worst thing that happens. Kristen's happy, you know. You home, go. Home now war, you uh, yeah. get my Christmas shopping done. Won't have done. to get on a plane until potentially the playoffs. Yes. So. Well, when they're the two seed and they fly to see it. Let's uh, see. Our <laughs> guy earlier in the week, we spoke to him on on uh, the morning show when we were in on Thursday. Um, you know, as far as it goes, uh, that, that when you think of Jalen Hurts, yeah, very quickly after you think of this guy. Let's see where his head is at today. Our guy OG Wade. What up, Wade? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? What up, OG Wade? How you doing, man? Man, listening to this good radio. <laughs> Pretty it. it just My got man. a little better with you on. A little smarter. Yeah. Hey, let me let me just say this here. I think I think that we've been spoiled as a fan base. We we lose two games in a row, boy. And it's like the world is falling apart, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so special to be in that book. You know what I'm saying? When was the last time Jalen Hurts lost two games in a row? What was yeah, it? Yeah, 2021 or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah and those so, barely even count. Right. The 2021. I mean, or, yeah, 2022, and, I guess. And, and I'm just looking at the health of our team. I'm looking at the – and in turn, when I say health, I don't mean injuries. I mean the rest. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I think that this here is an opportunity – for us to go out and get this win, uh, win double-digit win. Um, I'm not threatened by DK. I don't, first of all, we don't stop nobody's number one receiver any damn way. So why would we even <laughs> sit here? I like that philosophy. Like, know, he's going to beat us yeah, anyway. You know, so. And we managed to win 10 games by doing that. So let's not even hurt our brains with that one. You know, let's just say DK is going to get the best of us, okay? But we'll be able to shut the, the rest of the stuff down. I think, and I, and I hope I don't ruffle no feathers. I think Geno Smith is probably one of the dumbest damn quarterbacks that I've ever seen. When I well, see the, the throws that he that he yeah. makes, I mean, it's like, yeah, there's some a small bit of talent there, but overall, this guy's decision making is putrid. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, and to add so, to that, they have a bad offensive line. Like their offensive yeah. line is and, not good. And oh, by the way, Geno's hurt. You yeah, know, that's the other thing, too. too. Like, I know he's going to play, but he's not going to be 100%. Like, he like, literally who knows if he finishes the game. game. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this yeah, game so. is there to be won. If it was at home, I think there's, you know, I would feel way more confident. There is something about having to go out there that, that complicates it a little. But, yeah, I think this is their chance to really kind of right the ship. Yeah. I'm just hoping that our defensive, the, the, the back end of our defense, I believe that once Shaq Leonard and, um, and uh, Bayard and – Slay and all them guys get some type of cohesiveness going. I think that our deep, our back end of our defense will will get better. It's just in and out, in and out, in and out. It's kind of hard to get that chemistry. You yeah. Know? So let's just see how it go. You know what I mean? And well, and that's what's t- that's another tough thing about Slay missing this time is you know it's less reps for him on the field with Byard together. It's like, so yeah, I agree that that impacts right. things. So is he he's going to be out of this game? He's definitely not playing yeah, Monday, out. and I'm guessing he's definitely not it playing on Christmas weeks. Day. It either. said yeah. they expect him to be back before the end of the regular season, so we'll see how that goes. Okay. All right. Well, let's just let's see what happens. I, I'm not happy about that, but it is what it is. You know, I still think we win the game. You know, I still think we win it by 10. Um, Jalen Hurst, the Duke, man, this dude is just magnificent. And, and the fact that what he brings to this team, and everybody laughed at me when I said that he makes – Everything on this team works. It actually came to fruition because if you look at our offensive line, now that the book, people talking about the book being out on the jailer, the book is more out on our offensive line and how Lane Johnson mm. is catching uh, uh, tackle, I mean, the ends now instead of uh, stonewalling these guys. Mm. These guys got the book on him that if they put him on a sled, he can hit, they collapse that pocket. We, we gotta change that up. No, Quick. look, there, there, there's a and great call, buddy. It's always a pleasure talking to you, my man. Keep, keep the calls coming. Um, yeah, look, I, I think, I think Wade, you know, I think Wade will probably be in the last person in the city who will give Jalen criticism when it is warranted. <laughs> but look, I, I, you know, I've been less criti- critical of Jalen throughout the course of the season when other people have. But I, you know, this is a spot where you know, sick or not, Monday night, Jalen has to show up. I yeah, mean, you gotta be special. To. I mean, you've got to be special to the point of like, yeah. Like, maybe the scheme isn't perfect. Maybe the blocking isn't perfect. Like, you're the dude who makes things happen. Like, you're Jalen Hurts. Like, go make it happen. Well, I don't think it's coincidence that the last time this offense looked good was when Jalen was awesome against Buffalo. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying it's all his fault, but when your quarterback's not playing great, generally your offense doesn't play great. And so, Jalen, yeah. I look, the sick thing, 
I mean, he's sick. I, you know, it, yeah, it sucks it for him. Yeah, power through. But, but he's got to be special Monday night. Two it absolutely one, has to be. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I looked down a call screener and a surprise guest calling in. Mm. My guy, can't wait to talk to him. He'll be up first after the break. Then your calls again. We want to get to as many GoBirds listeners as we can. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where are you at with this Eagles team? Obviously, a rough couple games. Massive game Monday night. Where are you at with this team? Do you believe in them? Will they turn it around or? Is this the beginning of the end? 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. We'll, come, we'll be right back. It's Go Birds Radio. Presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Trip Parks, James Seltzer with you. I just want to let the music play. Shout out to Ben Well, Kelly. you're back to saying Go job. Birds Radio, too. I, I mean, know. after the two days Natural, of feeling good. You know, being on the morning show. The morning show. Yeah. We'd much rather say Go Birds Radio. That's Obviously. Obviously, with our people. 215-592-9494. We want to talk. So as many GoBirds regulars as we can, but first, it's always a throw when you're doing a show, and then bang, a name pops up, and it's like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Bear Brooks, NBC Sports Philadelphia, just calling in to chat. What up, B? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm on my way to uh, to, the, to the gun show, man, in Oaks, and uh, I'm, you know, of course, I got to log in and, and listen to my guys, you know. My man. I mean, my man, Bear. I, you know, I do college football on the weekend, so this is like the third Saturday that I didn't have uh, college football, so of course I'm gonna log into you guys when I'm in my garage working. So I'm listening to you too. Appreciate it. And I'm I'm finally starting to hear the voice of reasoning. You know, you guys understand what's going on. I mean, it's right. just it, at the end of the day, you just gotta win. Period. You just gotta win. I mean, the precedence has already been set. I was a sixth seed in the playoffs the year before. I won a Super Bowl. It was supposed to be an all Pennsylvania Super Bowl. Eagles yeah, were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, of course. You know, so at the end of the day. Came back that very next year, same situation. You got to get in. That's all we need to worry about is getting in. I'm not worried about the seeding. I'm not worried about where we are in the seeding. Yes, I would love to be the first seed and get that week off, but hey, at this point, I don't care. Just win so we can get in. Well, and That's also, I just, I think too to that, like, this team is battle tested. I know the right. playoff games last year weren't super competitive, but they've won playoff games at home. They've played in the Super Bowl, and they did not win it, but they played up to that standard. They've played in almost every version of a primetime game there there is. Like, I just don't think there's a game, other than going back to Dallas, that would be tough. But I have no fear. Like, the game being in San Francisco does not change my opinion of who's going to win that game. Like, maybe it is the Niners, but just because it's in San Francisco, I don't think the Eagles can't handle that moment. I don't think, like, the Niners have some massive home field advantage. So to your point about just getting in, what the Eagles have that other teams don't have is the talent that they have. Like, like they, they're exactly. not a team that need. They're not a team that needs it to be mapped out a certain way. They could win any situation. So, look, obviously, I think you want to go to the playoffs playing well, all things considered. But there is only maybe four or five teams in the league that can say they can win any game on any day, and I think the Eagles are one of those teams. Absolutely, and, and everybody's scared of playing the Eagles, no matter what happened over the last two weeks. I it agree does with that. not change that this team is a great team. I mean, I mean, they're a really, really good team. Barrett, we're, we're we have quarterback, you, offensive line, defensive line. We're good. We will be good. Do you worry at all, though, with you know Sirianni's whole thing being connectivity and culture and all that, and then this week you start to see leaks? Like It, it always feels like when, when things go bad, that's when you start to see it, and then it's like a sign, oh, we should have listened to that. Does that worry you at all, what you saw coming out of Novacare this week? Well, I like what Nick Sirianni did. He batted down the hatches. He went in with the scenario, all right, you know, all right, we, we're, we're not playing physical football. We're not doing things the right way. We're fumbling. We're making mistakes like that. Those are things that you can correct. So what does he do? He puts them back in path a day before they're even supposed to practice. That's what I'm talking about, getting back to fundamental football, uh, X's and O's, doing the things, that, the little things, crossing your T's, dotting your I's, making sure you get, you know, get those little things taken care of so the big things won't seem so big. And yeah. that's the biggest thing about me. One thing I can say about Nick Sirianni, he's a motivator of men. And I'm going to be honest, the last two weeks, we didn't seem very motivated on the field on either team. We did not go out there with the attitude the other team showed. They knew that they had to win. They had something to prove when they got on the field. We didn't have that. It's almost like, I'm not going to say it was a laissez-faire attitude, but it wasn't an attitude that, all right, when I step on this field, I know I'm the best team. And I need that swag. I need that motivation back. Like I said, I hate to keep going back to the Steelers days, but when I stepped on the field, we stepped on the field, it was almost like, all right, we know we practice against the best team. I practice against the best defense, so I know that I'm playing against a team that's inferior to what I already played against. Yeah, and so they got to have that type of attitude. 
Yeah, I, so look, we got to ask you a question about the lines because it's a, it's been an issue the last two weeks. I'm just curious from your perspective, like pass protection has been an issue this year, whether it's Jalen, the play calls, the line play. What do you think of how the offensive line has played? And do you think they haven't been as good, or do you think this is a Jalen holding onto the ball problem? And with the running game, so too, B, and with the running game, because it hasn't been as – I mean, they used to they, it seemed like they would impose their will on teams, and it's been months since we've seen that. Well, number one, let me go with the running ball first. Number one is an attitude. you got to stick to it. You can't think that, you know, all right, everybody's saying, well, they ran a ball twice, it didn't work, so we got to get out of it. No, you got to keep doing it, and eventually it'll work. It'll put you in a position where you're keeping the other defense on the field and keeping your defense off the field, keeping your quarterback on the field, keeping the opposing quarterback off the field. So we got to run the ball more consistently. But number two, when you think about um, pass blocking, it's not just, you know, those four guys up there rushing. They're rushing four and they're dropping seven. So that means Jalen has to read seven guys out there that are dropping back into zone, and we're not running zone beaters. We're trying to push the ball down the field. you got to dig and dunk. And I don't know if you guys remember, like three weeks ago, Nick Turner said, well, it's not necessarily, we're not necessarily a team that can dig and dunk. We don't want to do that. We want the big play. No, you have to dig and dunk because that's what teams are giving you. That's exactly what happened with when the Cheetah went out there and, and he had all those yards with Patrick Mahomes. The next year, the next year they came back, they dropped into deep coverage. They sent guys 20 yards back and made you run the plays in which you would have to take advantage of the plays underneath. Well, we're going to have to do the same thing. They know that Smitty and A.J. Brown can catch the deep ball. So we're going to have to feast in the middle of the field, feast with crossing routes, slant routes. Nobody can stop A.J. Brown with a slant route. Why would I run that every single play until you stop me? I'm we're not doing that. I'm so with you. Know, you know, so that's a problem. Barrett. What a pleasure, man. People might not know this. Me and Barrett started our careers in media together, doing weekend radio together, Barrett on the blue lines, talking, (laughs) talking flyers. Good times, man. It's a pleasure talking to you guys. I really appreciate you guys taking my call, man. But, hey, great, great radio, both of you guys. Thanks for calling in, Barrett. You're the best, man. I'll touch base with you, man. Always a pleasure, man. So A few nicer people. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, The thing about the dinking and dunking, I understand that if that's what you have to do in order to get this offense going again, then, like, that's what you have to do. But, man, I just don't love the idea of trying to take the big play mentality out of Jalen. I, I, I know, I know, I, I know there's a mixture. But, it's yeah. a, I get it. Look, I agree that I like that he looks downfield and all that. But the point is, is to Barrett's point, and it's just what it is in football, and it's what Tom Brady did. Like, you have to take what they give you. Like, Sometimes they're not giving you that, and you right. have to beat them with the other stuff so that they'd be forced to worry about that, and then you can open up the deeper stuff. Let's try and squeeze another call in before the break. Let's go to Overbook and talk to Rob. How you been, buddy? Been forever, Robbie. You doing all right? What's up, Jimmy? How you doing? Uh, what a pleasure, man. How are you, Rob? What up, Rob? Elliot, what's going on, man? What up? Hey, listen, real quick. Uh, I-, I wanted to say something real quick. You know what? When you guys switched over to morning show, and I don't get a chance to call you guys once. I don't get up that though, but... Uh, I got it. Trust me. <laughs> but Joe called me at my home, right, the night, a uh, couple of nights before you switched over. And we talked for like a half an hour, man. I mean, I thought that was the most amazing thing. Yeah, he's a great had. guy. He's a great guy. He is a great guy. He really is. Now, yeah. getting to Elliot, man. You know, Elliot, <laughs> Elliot, he's a master spin doctor. <laughs> I mean, Elliot Shaw Parks can make anybody, he can make you think, you know, getting run over by car is a great thing. Well, if you survive, you know, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Well, he wanted right. to get run over by that car because now he can. Now he's uh, in the fourth seat. Let me, let me, well, what a party! What a party story that is, too. No, yeah, okay, you know, but um, they, I don't think they're good enough to win the Super Bowl this year. I think that. Uh, what are your concerns? I, my concern is that they put this team has not been put together well. The back end is horrible. The line once again the linebackers. Anybody seen Nicobe Dean? Um, the linebacking is horrible. I mean, it's like, you know, the team is not as good as it was last year. And I, and it, and I don't think. And you know, I've been. How old are you guys? How old are you, Jimmy? I'm 42. Elliot's 36. 36. Yeah. All right. Well, I've almost been a fan longer than you guys have both been together. <laughs> lived together, but um. <laughs> well, but Rob, so but, uh, just really, really quick. Like, I, I definitely understand the concerns about the secondary, right? Like, obviously, they, they've not been great this year. And the defense as a whole the past weeks has not been great. I just, I still believe that part of the reason the numbers are so bad and part of the reason they've looked so bad is because they're playing great teams week after week. Now, I know they have to beat those great teams in the playoffs. So I, I get that. 
But this is the same defense that was great against Miami, that was really good against Kansas City, that beat Dallas earlier in the year. So, well, Dallas, Dallas doesn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Miami, Miami does not stink, number one. Miami does not stink. You can say Kansas City's not as good as we thought, but beating Kansas City in Kansas City is still tough to do. And they beat Dallas in, in Philly this year. So those are quality wins and performances by the defense. Not really, because you, you have to judge that on what you're looking at. I mean, okay, they beat Kansas City. At the time to beat Kansas City was last year. I don't really care. I don't care about beating Kansas City yeah, this year. Uh, right, we got to give a little credit where due. I mean, they, uh, those, they're uh, not no e- credit for that. You, you beat you win you you, beat, you you win the big game. I don't care about anybody. They beat. I don't care. And let me tell you, so, something. Rob, I think this is unfair. I mean, they, you also got to look at the schedule and when they played those big games and the whole like ten days off for the Niners and. You know, the 10 days off for Dallas and coming off. The, and, Robbie, great to talk to you, man. I appreciate the call. We're up against it. Like, I think that's a little unfair. I think that's going yeah. too far. I, you I know? mean, I don't remember I, the exact stat, but I think they're, like, the first team to ever beat Mahomes in Kansas City when shutting him out in the second half. Yeah, and down 10 at halftime right. and all this stuff. Like, yeah, like, again, if you want to talk about that type of winning being unsustainable, that's fine. And and that's what we're finding out is, is potentially happening for certain people to believe that. But you can't demean the wins themselves. Like, they had some really nice wins where they deserve the credit they get for it. 215-592-9494. I see everyone who's on the line right now. I love all of you. I can't wait to talk to all of you. Stay there. More callers get in now. 215-592-9494. We have a couple open lines. Uh, Another hour for us to go. Where are you at with this Eagles team right now? I want to talk to as many Go Birds listeners as we can. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Park Casino. And the Bet Park Sportsbook is the only sports betting app that we here at Go Birds recommend. It's safe, it's secure, it's easy to use. You can do live betting, in game props, parlays, teasers, and so much more. You can bet more than the score bet on individual player performances like points, rebounds, assists, and pro hoops. And obviously, touchdowns, passing, rushing yards, interceptions, and so much more. In pro football, there's so much action to bet on. Live betting is a blast. You can live bet all your favorite sports at Bet Park Sportsbook app. The Sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fans. You can bet as you watch. There's a game on right now. Bang, go in. Bet as it happens. Your real opportunities to make money with line swings and real opportunities where the game flow gives you an opportunity to make a lot of money, of course. Uh, game on right now. I don't know what the live odds are, but you can find out with the Bet Park Sportsbook app. You can also bet on Pittsburgh, a one and a half point. Road underdog in Indy. I actually like Indy in that game. And then Detroit, a a four-and-a-half-point home uh, favorite uh, hosting Denver. I kind of like the points in that one. I like Denver. A lot of action about on, of course, Monday Night the Bird, three-point road favorite in Seattle. Over-under for that one is 47-and-a-half. I think it goes over that. Join us and download the Bet Park Sportsbook app right now. New customers make a winning $10 bet. You get $125 in bonus bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once.